critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. And we are on the air. It is the Doc G Show. Once again, back two weeks in a row. I can't believe it. Nope. I can't believe it. Can you believe it, Justin? I cannot believe it. We are missing one key key cog in the machine, but it's okay yeah. because Storm is off saving the universe. Hmm. The show must go on, and the listeners will know what we're talking about when I bring them up to speed. I am your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista. Yo, yo, I'm here, always holding it down for the show, you, boys. That's right! You are, Justin. Justin, did you notice it is September... 19th oh it is september 19th i have to keep uh, i have to actually keep up with this week man it's a busy week for me i'm taking the gre so that, yeah that is true yes. oh and and i and i gotta i gotta backtrack what beep 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 sorry that was me backtracking Wham. uh I, I i just realized that i didn't update the listeners i told them i was gonna update them and then 30 seconds later i forgot to update them Girl, uh on. dave is out today. Very sad. Yes. Very sad. Very but sad. But he's taking care of ill folks, and he's doing good deeds. Word. He will be rewarded by the universe at some point in time, and he perhaps the Doc G show. I'm hoping. It all comes back. It all exactly. comes back. A hundred percent. So, let's get back with it. Don't worry. Dave will be on the show next week, listeners. Do not stop listening just because Dave's not here. Uh, it's September 19th, Justin. Yes. Do you know what September 19th is famous for? Hmm. Hosting our show. Uh, yes. The, the Doc G Show on September 19th, 2018. That is true. But it is also National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oh, that thing? That is ridiculous, dude. How dumb. Yeah. So dumb. Don't do that. But I, I don't want to. <laughs> you I did it. I, you just did a pirate yard. I had to. It's <sighs> the day. Yeah. John Barr and Mark Summers of Albany, Albany, Oregon, were playing racquetball in 1995. One of them hit their leg and said "yar,", yar. made a bad, bad dad joke, and then proceeded to push that joke to a national holiday hmm. how did they do that that i don't i don't even know how you make a national holiday if we could make a doc g show national holiday that would yeah. be fantastic It'd be really but sweet i don't think we're gonna do it though um but it made me start thinking after i saw the national talk like a pirate day and yeah. somewhat like yourself i filled with rage wait what um and i was like there's so many stupid holidays very I started stupid. looking at all of the different holidays. And so I have compiled the five other most dumb nationally recognized days. Five. They're really, they're really, really dumb, Justin. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, hit me up. Let me see if they're stupid. Hmm. Number five, <laughs> National Floral Design Day on what? February 28th. 
That's right. Wow, the last day of February? That's right. Not national floral arrangements. We're not looking at flowers. We're just celebrating the design. That is how you lay those flowers up. Oh, yeah, man. Sweet. Now, number four. What? Here we go. Number four, National Lost Sock Memorial Day. May Where 9th. do they celebrate that? Nowhere. I, I, I don't know. I've never I don't that, know. This, I don't these know are anybody first that cares. I don't know anybody that cares that much about socks. I, I mean, kind of do. They get lost you do? In, the, in the dryer. You have to pull them out of that lint catcher crap. Right. But they I don't give get up. lost. But it's, you know. I just give up. If I can't find one of the one of the socks, I'm just like, all right, move on to the next pair. I mean, I I don't really care about socks. I'm not going to make a Memorial Day on it. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I care, but not that much. I feel you. So true. National, number three, National Be Late to Something Day. Oh, September that's... September 5th. I thought that was just an everyday thing. <laughs> if you know I, me... I have a feeling they're going to change that one to National Get Fired Day when another person shows up to work six hours late and is like, it's National Be Late to Something Day. Right. Come on. I or. Think no, I think I was going to, if, if I like kept going on with my lateness, I haven't been punished for it yet, but when I, when <laughs> I do, it's going to come down hard on me. So, But until then, I will always be late. Well, you know, I also thought, what a way for a girlfriend to break it to her boyfriend that she's pregnant. Wait, what? Oh. Honey, you, you know how it's national be late for something? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be crazy. I would I would uppercut her. Huh? <laughs> I would uh, just do it. Num number two, make... Cut out snowflakes day, December twenty seventh. I what? <laughs> I yes. didn't even know there was a day devoted to. It. I knew there was like a day devoted to it in school, but like it happens like randomly, just right before Christmas break. Well, think about that, December twenty seventh, two days after, after Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, why? All kinds of candy, all kinds of toys for kids. They're not in school anymore. Who the crap is going to sit their kid down and be like, Charlie, today's national make cutout snowflakes. All right? I want to see your best <laughs> snowflake. Give it to me now. I was never Let's good do at this. those. No, mine always came out way too lopsided or just too busy or not busy enough it just yeah didn't work. not busy enough i think was my problem i try sometimes i tried to get too ornate and it just came out looking really stupid it looked yeah. like i don't know if you've ever seen where they uh where they give spiders different stimulants and then they have them uh make their webs Oh, yeah, okay. I've seen that. I've seen that. And, like, the spider on caffeine, it just looks like, uh, you know, uh, it has some kind of learning disability. That's what my <laughs> snowflakes look like. Yes. Yes. A uh, spider with a learning disability. That's right. Yes. Number one. Hmm. Number one. National Hit me. Ch National Cheer Up the Lonely Day. Wait, what? July eleventh. Oh, oh my God, that's actually a pretty uh, sad, sad. <laughs> but, Cheer up the lonely. But come on, what are you supposed to do on this day if yeah. you're lonely? Just sit and wait and hope a person comes and cheers you up. From Jeez. from now on, on Someone's July eleventh. 
I'm going to think somebody's trying to cheer me up because I'm lonely. Hey, Ben, what's going on? Oh, yeah, don't hate Ben me. What? I know what you're doing here, you son of a bitch. not going to work on me. I don't care <laughs> if it's July 11th, all right? I don't care if it's National Cheer Up the Lonely Day. You know what? We don't play that game on the Doc G Show, Justin. No, we don't. We don't. Every day is National Cheer Up the Lonely Day. Yes! Because I, we're aware if you've resorted to listening to our show, you're probably lonely. We're so, here to cheer you up. That's right. Time to fire up this cure for loneliness. Justin, are you ready? I'm here for you, babies. Let's fire it up. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Justin... Going back, listening to the show, I know you did the first installment of the uh, greatest hits there. Hmm. Yeah, the new one. I noticed we had a, a huge faux pas. Oh. You know what it was? Hmm. Okay, you gotta you gotta define faux pas for me, man. Wait, what? A mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what was the mistake okay. we had? What was our big mistake? Um. I don't know. Uh, maybe a little bit more Andy Frasco, a little bit more Travis Met. I don't know. That would all be great things, but we didn't do birthday suit. Wait, what? Okay, so I, I, uh, I did realize that when we recorded the sh when we did the show. Yeah. But I, I thought because it was a greatest hits, I was just gonna let it ride because you didn't, you, know, you didn't want to bring it up. Well, you should have, man. We would have, we would have switched right then, and we would have started doing some birthday suits. They would have been horrible because I wouldn't have prepared before the show. But we yeah. would have done them. We would have done them. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I just let it ride. I, I was right. like, okay. Well, we're letting it ride today on birthday suits. Are you ready? Oh, we're going. Okay, I'm down. I'm ready. I've been ready, man. You know me. I like it. Born on September 19th, 1974. Okay, okay. Our birthday suit wearer was born in New York, New York. At a young age, what? our birthday suit wearer was inspired by his religious upbringing and briefly thought about being a priest. Hmm. But another fascination caught his att uh, attention as a teenager. Saturday okay. Night Live. Oh. He attended college at the College of St. Rose. He left a semester shy of graduating to pursue a career in comedy. Our birthday suit wearer finally realized his dream of being on Saturday Night Live in 1998. Sweet. He okay. stayed on the show until 2004. In 2014, he started hosting The Tonight Show. Name that birthday suit wearer. Hmm. 2014 started hosting the Tonight Show. Yes. Hmm. It can only it, be one man. It, wait. Wait. What? I really don't want to mess this up. Is it? Is it? Uh, is it? Is it Fallon? It's Jimmy F. Man. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Man. It is. You know, I like birthday. him. I like he, him. He likes everybody, so I'm he sure does. he'd like you. There's literally no person that has been on his show that he hasn't been like, oh my God, this is the greatest oh, guest ever. Yeah. They're the greatest. He, he, we love he them. He treats his guests like they're made out of gold. Like He awesome. loves every single one of them, man. He's like the perfect person for that show because, I mean, I got to be honest. 
Sometimes some of those people, if they came on our show, I'd be like, nah, I don't really want this person on our show. Yeah, but he I mean, pulled, like, but he pulls out their personality too, because because he's so he's so he out there as well. He does. He's he's, he's a good magnetic. Guy. He is magnetic like personality. Now, we started off last week. Now that birthday suit is out of the way, we started last week with the best of series. With a little introduction to the greatest co-host ever, Asterix tied with Dave. Okay. Yes. Uh, that was you, Justin. That was um, awesome. This week, we're flipping that coin. We're going over to the other side of the co-host. We are going to get in to the introduction of none other than Mr. Dave Burles Berlin. <laughs> Now, Justin, I don't know. Do you remember May 3rd, hmm. 2017? May 3rd. Do you remember Do I, that? No, I, I don't know. You got to tell me the details. Girl, come on. You were doing something. That's why Dave came on the show. What were you Always, doing? I think it was uh, my dad's, something with my dad's birthday, probably. That's a fact. Because okay. May 2nd is my dad's birthday. That's probably, right. We were probably hunting snakes. Wait, what? <laughs> well, that's what I said you guys were mm-hmm. doing. And that's what that's Dave's first introduction to this show was, that was me awesome. making up a story about your dad. He so, gave the show a new dimension. That's a fact. I mean, after that, after Dave was on here, he was signing autographs, going to after parties, hobnobbing with celebrities. I think you he was gave rumored. him that status. I know. I mean, I think he was rumored at dating a Kardashian at one point. Hmm. But Whoa, you need to get tested. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Regardless, let's take a listen to Dave's first show. All right. What's happening, guys? This is Doc G on the Doc G Show. Normally with me, Justin Evangelista. Not here. Not today. No, sir. Guess who's with me? It's David. Burley man, Berlin. David, how's it going? Let's ride. Oh my gosh, <laughs> filling in, like <laughs> filling in with the proper Justin terms. If you Had threw to. in a hello, I'd be ready to go right there. Hi guys. Hello. <laughs> oh Mike, uh, Justin Hi. here. Yeah. All right. Well, hello. Justin is not with us, as you guys can already tell. He uh he's away from the show for a boring reason. So I'm going to fill in. With a completely fabricated story, completely fictional, of why he's not here. Yes! Are you ready for it, Dave? Let's hear it. Okay, Justin's dad, I gave him a name, Blaze Evangelista. I don't know what his real name is. Justin can tell me later. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, Blaze is a Burmese python hunter in the Everglades. That's right. For much of the year, he lives in a one-room bungalow deep in the Everglades where his only source of entertainment are a copy of all the seasons of the show M.A.S.H. on VHS and Def Leppard's Greatest Hits. That's all he has out there. Which means most of his days are filled with Hawkeye's quotes and pouring sugar. One of his shining moments was when he was wrestling a 12-foot female python just south of Big Cypress, and the snake bit him on his arm. He immediately turned to Stockner, Stockner, that's a sidekick that he uh, wrangles snakes with. That's a fact. He turned to his sidekick and said, you know what? I'm going to call her Love. Wait, what? And then he proceeded to sing Love Bites by Def Leppard for the rest of the trip. Well, just a couple of weeks ago, Blaze was out 
wrestling an 18-foot python, which is extremely dangerous, considering he had no backup that day because he gave Stockner the day off uh, to uh, herd figures. emus on his emu farm in Homestead. Amen! Uh, he, uh, he was by himself. And he thought the snake had won the battle. He was about to take down Blaze when a couple of drug traffickers that were waiting for a shipment uh, of drugs to be dropped off by boat shot the snake off of Blaze. But after they shot the snake off, they decided they may be able to get some money if they abducted Blaze and tried to, uh, you know, ransom his family. Ransom the snake hunter's family. Do they, they think Blaze is worth more than the snake and the venom and stuff? Apparently. Hmm. Uh, pythons, non-venomous. Oh, no venom, you're right. Non-venomous. That's why Blaze is worth more. Exactly. Okay. Right? They thought it through. That's a fact. So this past week, Justin was contacted by the DEA who told him about the situation. They told him that he'd be the best person for this case since he knew his dad's zany habits the best. God, Justin here. But since he's not familiar with the habits of the drug traffickers, he needed a partner. And since the DEA had just recently watched Central Intelligence, they knew Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be the perfect fit. They teamed him up together. They gave him the team name Rocco and the Filipino. That was racist. racist. And they are currently fighting the drug traffickers in the Caribbean as we speak in an attempt to get Blaze Evangelista back. Hopefully, I can only hope that one... They make a movie of this. I got a feeling well, they will. That's my. That was my next thing. Have you seen the new Rock movie with Zac Efron? Yeah, Baywatch. On, on the jet ski. Yeah. I'm having that image with Justin. That's right. <laughs> a much less ripped version of of Zac Efron with The Rock. That's yeah. exactly what it will be. It's, I'm, I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be fantastic. Hopefully all goes well, and he'll be back to tell us what actually happened, the boring reality, next week. We'll see. Well, I don't I, I don't really want to know the boring no, reality. No, it, it won't be nearly as cool. But you know what it's time for? Ripping the headlines. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I was we gotta fire, the gun. We got to fire the show up first. Oh, man. <laughs> So as we heard in the clip, or before the clip, Justin, you had some birthday issues, and I just, I didn't think that was exciting enough for the show. Some we snake had to ramp hunting it up. issues, too. Exactly, exactly. And I came up with a good story. I really wonder, I wish Dave wasn't saving the universe, because I really wonder at what point in that story was it clicking in his head that he knew he had made a mistake that would haunt him for the rest of his life. <laughs> that that mistake being on the show. Uh, I don't know. It may have been a little bit later in that same show when I tested his knowledge on Law and Order. Justin, oh, yeah. you watched the Law and Order? Uh, no, no. I like uh, I, I like uh, Chicago PD, though. Huh? Okay. I've never watched either. Fun okay. fact, never okay. watched either. Never but mind. Dave never claimed <laughs> he had watched a lot of Law and Order. I can see and, that. I can see that. And his dad watched even more Law and Order. And so I I challenged him to name five out of the seven Law and Orders. So let's, let's take a listen. 
Okay. Dave, what's your favorite TV show? Ooh, I'm a big Gotham guy right now. Gotham guy. Huh? I haven't really watched it. I can't really front. You can't go wrong with superheroes. Well, a lot of people love superheroes. Uh, Have you ever thought of getting a tattoo dedicated to that show, to Gotham? (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Getting a uh, Batman logo on my butt. Might have crossed my mind once or twice. Uh, There you go. Uh, You're right online with Bernard Johnson. Who Bernard Johnson thought he would get a tattoo dedicated to the executive producer of the show, Law and Order Special oh, no. Victims Unit. Oh no! That's right. Not only did he get a tattoo for Law and Order, but he got a tramp stamp for Law and Order that simply says, "Dick Wolf, Executive Producer." Well, you know they have the big SVU intro, and at the end, his That's name it. right there. Yeah. Uh, he created all of the Law and Order series. Uh, Dick Wolf did. As of 2017, there have been a thousand eighty-eight original episodes of some form or another of Law and Order. You know, my dad's probably seen all of those. I'm going to ask you: Have you ever seen an episode, a full episode of Law and Order? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you know, even though I knew Dick Wolf just because they show it so many times, but I couldn't even tell you the executive producer of Gotham. Mm. I love it. Well, I mean, i got to be honest. Uh, if there was anything tattoo-worthy of Law & Order, I feel like it would be Mike Post, who made the original theme song. Mm. Boom, 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 I love that guitar part. Classic. Favorite guitar part. Okay, here comes a little game inside of the game of Rip from the Headlines. Dave. Yes, sir. I will give you $20. Uh-oh. If you can name five of the Law & Order TV shows. There are seven different Law & Order shows that have aired before. If you can name five of them. Oh, man. SVU's one. That's one. Um, man, my dad would be mad at me. Well, you're letting him down in the Law and Order game. Is there like a Miami Vice? No, no Miami. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you three uh, wrongs. We got Law and Order SVU. Is there like a New York one? No, no New York one. There, you got two. Two wrong. Man, no. Ah, uh, uh, missed I'm, out. I, you, uh, did, you forgot the first one. Law and Order. Just, just Law and Order. Law and Order. Oh, that was just a gimme. Law and Order. Mm-hmm. Law and Order spe- Special Victims Unit. Mm-hmm. Law and Order Criminal Intent. Mm-hmm. Law and Order Trial by Jury. Okay, yeah. Law and Order L.A. Uh, I was... That was wrong, the city wrong one. Wrong city, yeah. Law and Order True Crime... And Law and Order, uh, you the jury. That's Damn. the seven mm. Law and Orders. I have I fun know. fact. I have watched none of those. Oh, you've never seen Law and Order? I've watched like ten minutes of it, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, no. I, I've had enough. Yeah, I've I had like enough it. iced tea for now. Like, I'm good. Lemonade. Read the sign. Lemonade. He's good in that role. You know, uh, he's. I guess he's believable. Yeah. Sure. Uh, here. <laughs> Man, you know what I love first off about that Dave clip was how he jumped into the theme song. 
he had the uh, backup backup drums, man. He didn't miss a beat. I mean, usually that's you yes! on the music tip, yes. but on the on the instrumental, apparently it's Dave. And that's why he was a good replacement, man. That's a fact. Yeah, apparently so. And then he did, though, I was surprised how little he knew about Law & Order. Yeah, that New York uh, guess was weird. <laughs> but but then, but then I'll be honest. I was like you. When we were just listening to that, I was like, I haven't heard half of those. Nope. I, like, I mean, yeah. the trial by jury? And what? Then you, yeah, trial by jury and then you, the jury or something. Was that another yeah, one too? Yeah, that's weird. Nobody Very weird. To, I watches don't think, those things. Yeah, I don't even think I've ever seen that like scrolling through te- no. the, the TV, like the guide. No, it's always been right. SVU or uh, criminal intent. Yeah, yeah. Now, Weird. Justin, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up another co-host hmm, on okay. the Doc G Show past. Was, who, now, is this, uh, who is it? <laughs> now he is a basketball contributor extraordinaire. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is we we can't we couldn't fill his shoes, but we tried. That's right. Claude, fly till I die, Lathan. Play a sound clip. Play it now. Uh, pl- Play it. Oh, man. We're going to get to that, actually, how that came about here in just a second. But nice, nice. Claude was gracious enough to help me with hosting duty for several weeks. Thank you. Uh, but once I found Justin, we said, uh, Claude, let's focus your efforts on basketball. Let's get you into your NBA analyst stature. That's right. Uh, and he's done such a good job analyzing the NBA that he got in some some Twitter beef with yeah. Lee Ellis from the starters. The Australian let's, guy, right? Exactly. Let's take a listen. Let's take a listen. Yes, man. So I hear the famed Lee Ellis of NBA TV's The Starters wants you to, quote, show him your work. Wait, what? That's true. I uh, so a few years ago, I was sitting up in my uh, my mom's upstairs, yeah, uh, trying to figure out where I wanted to go with my life, and uh, mm-hmm. I was exploring a couple different options. Not that I have any idea where I'm going at this point either. And you don't need to, I, uh, nope. Claude. That's no, overrated. No. Yes! Okay, right. Don't, don't listen right. to them. And so I'm sitting there thinking, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet at this guy, and I'm gonna tell him that uh, I I could do his job better than him. What? Nice. And and he decided to tweet back at me and. He he said, show me your work. And this was a few years ago, and I, I was like, I don't have any work. I yeah. don't know what I could show him, you yeah. know, all that stuff. So a few years go by, and sure enough, I'm lucky enough and uh, very thankful to be a part of this show. And uh, I decided the other day to tweet back at him, and I said, remember a few years ago when you said to show you uh, your work, and uh, or my work, and I said, yeah! and I thought to myself, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get it back on there and um and see what he thinks of it so i he said show me your work he tweeted back and i sent him a link to the podcast and uh, i don't know if he listened or not i never heard anything back but i'm thinking that he loved it so well much he was speechless. you know if if he didn't listen to it first of all shame on him for not being one of our three <laughs> faithful listeners Girl, come on. okay right Second of all, a man that has a pair of deli shoes, which he does have a pair of deli shoes. I saw it on his Instagram. Should not question a man who had the first 
Starburries and wore them proudly. <laughs> Am I right, Claude? Man, I rock those shoes every day. After I sprained my ankle, I, I, I said I'm not going to use them anymore for basketball, but I like them so much, I'm going to wear them around as my regular. They were like my Jordans. People wear Jordans around all the time. I, they were like my own Jordan. Did you know that? Did you know that company still exists? Wait, what? No yeah, yeah, I did. What? Yeah, they still bring, got bring seven seven models of shoes. Are they still listeners. fifteen bucks? Mm, yeah, wow. uh, all under fifty dollars. All under there's, fifty. There's one pair that lights up. <laughs> Work. That's right. You got to pay extra for that. Light up pair. Yeah. That's right. Are we ready to talk about the that. NBA? Are we ready? Man, that's, you know, after that, we realize Claude, essential cog of the Doc Show, a Doc G Show machine, you know? Seriously. And then, because of that, we realized we had to give him a proper introduction on the show, yes. which we just played, let's you take heard a, it earlier, and you're gonna hear it now. Well, we're gonna. We're not only are we gonna hear the introduction, we're gonna hear uh, your explanation of uh, of us creating that introduction. Let's play that. Hmm. Moving on to very exciting topics with very exciting people. We, of course, have none other. Then Mr. Claude, fly till I die. Lathan, hit the sound bite. Yes, am I right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Y'all went all out for me. We were It's fresh. How long was that, Justin? Me, I'm 20 I'm minutes? Upwards to an hour. Oh, wow. Justin Whoa. really okay. It, it wasn't 20 minutes. Y'all are too great. Yeah, I know. We did a lot for you, man. It's <laughs> what we do. Oh, man. That is a good intro. You want to play it one more time? Do it. Come on. It's one too good. more time. Uh, it's too good not to play it, man. Super but good. I, I don't know. I think you might have old, oversold it. I don't no, know. No, man. Look, it. you do not under undermine something like that as artistic and just transcending, but, like, <laughs> soundbite. Hmm. Like, I don't even know. You just don't, you know? I, Say 20 minutes, be, it took an hour. Let's be real. Let's be real to the listeners. We really just wanted to go eat pizza that night. We really and did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dave was on his phone the whole time we were working on yes. that. But, you know, even still, it came out and it's pure radio yes. magic. We locked ourselves you, in a room. And did we it. Did. And we didn't and leave that room until it was perfect. Wait, what? But we I were think hungry. I need, just to let you know, Joe, I think I need to, <laughs> to make that a clip for the show. We locked ourselves in a room and yes, did it. We, <laughs> did, <laughs> we did it. We freaking did it for an hour. For an hour. Very good. Upwards Stamina. Hour. Stamina on yeah. the clip. And we were hungry. Uh, we didn't care. And, uh, we were animals. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Bro, come on. What can I say? We know, Claude knows basketball, but you know who else knows basketball that we've had on the show? Um, Terrence. 
Terrence does. Yes, that's true. Okay, but somebody else, maybe more famous than Terrence. No offense, Terrence. Somebody more famous. Okay, and uh, what 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 field of work are they in? You're taking too long. It's Ed Jerdy from the Band of Heathen. Man, dang it. That's he who I was going to guess. I knew you were. I knew it. He broke it down for me on the show back on January 24th. All about Celtics basketball. Let's take a listen. Listen. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Now, speaking of other pastimes, I saw recently on both Twitter and Instagram... Uh, you you mentioned uh, you, you posted on the passing of JoJo White, oh. all time all time great of Boston uh, Boston Celtics, seven time All Star, two time NBA champion. We talk a lot of NBA on this uh, on this show. Are you a are you a big Boston Celtics fan? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Celtics fan. I grew up uh, I grew up outside of Boston, and I grew up uh, I grew up in the in the time of Larry Bird when he was. Uh, you know, one of the greatest yeah. players. Grew up going to those games as a kid. We had season tickets. So, uh, yeah, huge Celtics fan. It's kind of been uh, passed down through the generations. Yeah. So uh, that's that's a lot of fire, a lot of fireside chats sitting around talking about Bill Russell, you know, Dave Cowens, Larry Bird, Havlicek. Um, you know, I mean, all kinds of stuff. So it's really a, a sort of a, a second love for me uh, next to music definitely i mean i'm not i'm not a i'm not gonna say i'm a huge celtics fan but i will say that larry bird regardless of how good lebron james is i still put larry bird as my top small <laughs> forward I, I, that's that's what i maybe it's, it's gonna be a tough one lebron is really uh he's really entering some uncharted waters in terms of just his uh the longevity of his career oh yeah you know the, the consistency well, All of the above. I mean, so. you know, when you look at the two of them, and you look at Larry Bird's physique versus uh, versus LeBron's physique, it's a little unfair <laughs> anatomically <laughs> as just, uh, you know, 6'8", 260 pounds of pure muscle, and then Larry, I mean, yeah, he was in shape, but uh, right. not, not to that level. Sure. Uh, now, well, it's, it's, it's kind of tough to compare players uh, from different oh, eras. Yeah. You know, you just have to sort of look at them in the era they played and see how effective they were. I mean, because all of the sort of evolution, the changing of the body, people getting bigger and faster and stronger and playing longer and the medical uh, oh, yeah. procedures, you know, all this sort of stuff that's... It advances. Yeah, it advances. So you, you can only look at it in, the, in kind of in the context of when it happened, you know? Definitely. But uh, were you happy with the Isaiah Kyrie trade? Well, I think initially everyone in Boston was a little, felt a little hurt by it, you know, mm -hmm. because Isaiah had become such a beloved Celtic. But mm. I think I think in the aftermath of it, everyone's kind of realizing what a gift Kyrie is. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, what an amazing hooper he is. Definitely. Uh, and I think, you know, within a few years, he's he'll have a he'll have a chance to really become one of the most beloved Celtics, yeah. you know? Are the Celtics making it to the finals this year? Great question, man. If I had a crystal ball, I would tell you. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's why they play. But I got to say, it's uh, since Stevens has kind of taken the, the job, it's been, uh, it's been really fun to kind of be back on board yeah. with the team. You know, it's a really a fun team. They play. I love the way they play. You know, they play really, they're really unselfish. Classic Celtics basketball. You know, so I was about great. to say they're they're back to gritty ball. They're back yeah, to yeah. that 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 hardcore. You know, uh, blue collar basketball. <laughs> what can I say, man? That guy knows his Celtics basketball, Ed. He does. He does. He knows. He grew up in the Larry Bird era. He knows the Hoopers, man. 
the hoop. I mean, he, he, he's good, man. Why did you laugh? Because Why do you laugh at his use of hoopers? I just yeah! like hoopers. It's just, it's like old school. It's sort of like Hoosiers, except not, you know? I don't know. I like hoopers. P. I like hoopers. Uh, I mean, I think, though, you know, he played it conservative, hmm. right? He was right. I was like, are they going to make did. it to the finals? And he was like, if I had a crystal ball, I'd tell you. He didn't know. You know? He didn't know that uh, that Kyrie was going to get hurt. He didn't know all that. No. But you see, you were saying see. you're excited, man. You're excited for this. Next I year. am excited. I am excited to see what this uh, Celtics team will do with all the pieces back healthy. I mean, you know? they sort of fun, they've sort of got to be the favorite, right, this year for the Eastern Conference. Like, oh, for sure, what? for sure. LeBron's out of there now. I mean. 100 percent i mean man. they're gonna if they if they have it clicking in toronto with Kawhi, then maybe that's true i think boston i did for, boston i think is the clear man i completely forgot about the claw going to toronto gee that's a fact yeah dude the great north good lord so much we need to get clawed on here one of these days my god exactly we gotta get clawed. what an intro for the show see we talked about him and now we need him we need him man but do you know what else Ed can do aside from uh, analyze Celtics play? Play some really good music, man. He can. He can play tunes, man. Let's listen to the band of heathens with their song, Green Grass of California. the doc g show that was band of heathens green grass of california i think i know what kind of grass he was talking about (laughs) Uh, st augustine (laughs) that's right uh st augustine grass (laughs) or a fescue fescue. oh fescue okay we are on spinnaker radio wsklp 95.5 fm in jacksonville of florida make sure you check out the podcast folks check it out please it's out there anytime you want it just it's free just go tickle your entertainment bone with a little dot g show it's very nice justin do you know what time it is uh second birthday suit you guessed it my friend you guessed it this one, yeah, I think you got it. Hmm. All right. All right. Here we go. Born on September 19th, 1928. Man, this guy's old. And, and I will tell you now, dead. Word. Already died. Oh. Uh, with the name William West Anderson. He was born in Walla Walla, Washington. That's right. Our birthday suit wearer was always interested in acting from a very young age. However, when he went to college, he decided to study psychology and literature. After college, he was drafted in the Army and then worked as a milkman. Hmm. But sometime after that, he decided to move to Hawaii and become an actor. What? Side note, I don't know who moves to Hawaii to become an actor. Nope. Must have been a really different time (laughs) then. But I don't know. And who encouraged him and his family? Like, 
Yeah, you'll get yeah. some work there. That sounds good. Don't go to California. Go to yeah. Hawaii. Who goes to Hollywood? Stupid. Hawaii. Aloha. His big break <laughs> came when he was casted as Batman in the show Batman oh. in 1966. Since then, he's only been known as Batman, and he's came on such animated TV shows as The Simpsons and Family Guy as himself. Hmm. Name that birthday suit wearer. Oh my gosh. Um. Bro, <sighs> oh, come on. I, w- I want to say a name, but I don't think this is it. Okay, give give me the first name. Is is it start with a D? No. Oh my God. W- wait. Starts with a W. His last name starts with a W. Because hmm. he changed his name, right? He started yes. as William West Anderson. And I will tell you, part of his name is in there. A, 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 Adam West. Boom. That is Come it. on now. He had Come to on dra- now. He had to drag it out, folks, but he got it. I'm he sorry. Adam but hey, look, it's West. all about how you finish. It is. It is. Definitely that is the case. But sadly, Adam West did pass away just uh, two years ago. So sadly, no longer with us, but always remembered as the kooky Batman with really weird sound effects. That is him. Justin. The cutouts in the eyes. Exactly. Let's get back to this greatest hit show. Come on now. Do you know what I'm not a fan of? Uh, what is it? Come on, you know what I'm not a fan of. Girl, come on! Uh, hmm. You're not a fan of uh, bad reviews. Girl, come on! On this show, what do I complain about? Weddings! Weddings, 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 yes. yes. Play the clips! <laughs> I like that one, that's a good one. We should have a full segment dedicated to facial hair, but no! Weddings <laughs> and why they're horrible. This next okay. segment, guys, I'm excited about this. It's a little segment called Why Weddings Are Horrible. He's against the institution. My brother's getting married in November. Oh, God, it's horrible. Oh, amp me up here. This is horrible. Uh, Dave, next story has me conflicted. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Torn down the middle? Yeah, a little torn down the middle because we've been over this on the show before. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of weddings. Nope. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to review my feeling on weddings, you can go back to the June 14th show or the November 15th show. I reference weddings and how I'm not a fan. It's usually what I go with because let me tell you, last three weddings too, no present. Girl, come on. I'm that hey, guy. No Dang. No present. No, no, RSVP. no present. All right. This man doesn't care. Not not too much. No, not about weddings. Nope. Uh, nice. Yes. yes. Dude, you know how to make weddings fun. I try because they normally are pretty lame. They're- I'm sort of glad that I haven't had any weddings to go to. Why? Because they are not like Wedding Crashers advertises. <laughs> Woo! That's true. I don't like weddings. No, you don't. Dustin. You despise them, man. When, Every time I mention... I, what, it's, it's just the whole idea, you know? It's just the... Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to be there. We've been over this. No one likes it. Justin, when was the last time you went to a wedding? Uh, last time I went to a wedding actually was uh, over the summer. Yeah, it was over oh, the that, summer. Oh, I remember. It was nice. I remember. I, uh, I, I, caught, I caught the garter. That was cool. 
I actually, I'm yeah. already this past. I'm, I'm, I'm two for two when I am up to catch the garter. I actually have one in my room right now for remember. For and you're not, you're not married yet. No, I'm not. I think I just break. I think you can break the curse. I, th I think. Nice. Like if I you like uh, do a, a dance and and spill some blood. I don't know. You do know though, if you get married, I will be there with a sign protesting your wedding. Yeah, that's just fine. Gonna, <laughs> just throw that out. There. That's fine. Now, guys, guys, there's no denying it. I am a, a, a not a fan of weddings. He hates but them. There's something else I'm not a fan of. Hmm. Okay, I, you know I couldn't guess it the first time. You gotta, you gotta give it to me now. Right, Walmart's late at night. I don't th play I think play the clip. No one's a fan of Walmart late at nights. But yeah, play the clip. Play the clip. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back once again. Doc G show. Yes! I am Doc G. With me is Justin, full of Filipino loving. Wait, what? Evangelista. I love it. I love it. I told you I would have some nicknames. Look, these are all the nicknames I have yes, for you. I'm looking at him. He's the master of nicknames, guys. We're gonna we're gonna run down those nicknames every week. Exactly. You will have a new nickname, Justin. And then by the end of those weeks, we'll vote. Well, yeah, we'll oh, choose. We'll have the, the, the listeners vote. Well, yeah, we'll that. let That'd we'll let cool. Claude, we'll let the listeners, everybody will decide. So yeah, this yeah. week's nickname for Justin, Justin. Full of Filipino loving evangelista. I like it. I like it too. Okay. All right. Uh, Justin, I got to ask you, how high on your priorities do you put saving money? Well, I'm a college kid, so I'd say around nine, eight or nine. It's pretty high. It's pretty high, right? It's, it's not too high on my list. Oh my God! What's wrong with you? I, as the older I have gotten, it's which you're I'm balling. a young hip dude, I'm young hip, I'm so hip. Uh, I have started to choose convenience mm, over over price. So short dude, you're a genius. Mm -hmm. Our good friend Colby. Oh. The other day, he saw me with a uh, Life Water bottle. You know Life Water? Yes. Yeah. And he was like, oh, don't tell me, dude. That's the expensive stuff, man. <laughs> and at first, I didn't even know what he was talking about. I was like, come on. What? And he was like, the water, man. It's like $3 a, a bottle. Do you know that? I responded, you know what else it is? And he said, what? It's like, beside the cashier. And that was convenient. Oh, so I bought it. God. It was right there, and I said, thank you. I'll purchase this. You know why? <laughs> I walked into the store, and I was like, where's water? There's some. And I didn't think twice about it, and I My purchased goodness. it. And he was like, You're oh. crazy. He was like, dude, if you break it down, that's like 10 cents an ounce, and True. Zephyr Hills is like 6 cents an ounce. Ooh, I have Zephyr Hills right now. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like are you kidding me? Now I'm going to have to go down the water aisle and with my abacus and do long division <laughs> every time I want to get some water. To make something abundantly clear, the only thing I care about is getting in and out of the store as fast as possible. You're crazy. Convenience. I don't want to do a sixth grade math problem every time I come into the store to find out what kind of true, water. True. Do you know how many times I've went into Target, saw that each one of the cashiers was full, and was just like, 
not today, and not turned back <laughs> around yes! and and ended that into that trip right there. Yeah. Whatever I was getting, I was like, you know what? Nope, not happening. Not right now. In general, I can't handle most grocery stores. They're filled with anxiety and screaming children. True. I feel like half the time you go into a grocery store, it's like a daycare. And everyone that couldn't afford daycare was just like, we'll just leave our children in this grocery store. It'll be fine. And there's just wailing kids everywhere. Kids, and then there's people weird. right behind you, and they're like pushing their carts near you, and you're just like, ah, I can't take it. I got to get out. Nope. Have you ever been to Walmart late night? Ew. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. It's like a depression-filled trip right there. <laughs> you walk into the store. A depression field trip? Yeah, and the greeter's like 450 years old, roughly. Still there at midnight? She I've wants to sleep. You can tell they're just tired. True. There's distant, far-off cries of children that you don't know if they're like, accompanied by an adult. You're a little worried for them. There's a lone staff member sweeping up one aisle, true. like the last hallway of the sanitarium before he <laughs> leaves at night. And then there's one fluorescent bulb that's always flickering on and off above you. No matter where you go, it's always doing it. It's like a start to a modern-day Thomas Hardy novel. Have you, ever, have you ever read Thomas Hardy? No. Is, it, is he... He's really depressing. Wait, oh, It's really depressing. Jude the Obscure, Return of the Native, Mayor of Casterbridge. That was a movie. Have you ever seen Mayor of Casterbridge? No. They're depressing. Really? They're all depressing I'm stories. I'm going to watch it then. Okay, good. I'd I say read them either. I got, I got sidetracked. Convenience is what I'm talking about. Convenience. I need convenience. But let me tell you one thing. What is it? You know what's convenient? Hmm. What? Entertainment on the Doc G Show. Ooh, I love these segues. Right? Just 180 He's it right into, right into the show. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know, but I think we got it pretty accurate on the Walmart. Yeah, or you're just a lazy POS. Hmm. I am. <laughs> I am a lazy POS. I love of how you That just, is true. You just I accepted mean, it. Look, come on. Gracefully. Let's be, but, I mean, that's something that I don't want to be known as, as the guy that is rigorously going through Walmart. Come on! That's not what I need to be known as. Colby no. broke down the, no. the the amount of money per, per ounce for you, man. I'm good. What? I'm good on that. Save something. I'm good on that. Save something but for you know, once. <laughs> I mean, and then when you look at Walmart, most of the time, the people there, they're, just they're unattractive. They're, mi- they're unattractive. They hate They're it miserable. They know, and unattractive. They know everybody shoplifts, but they can't do anything about it. So like, right. What? Well, Justin, the hundred-four-year-old lady at the front. No, that's not. No, definitely not. Sorry. Uh, go but ahead. You did ruin my segue a little bit because I was trying to get you to agree with ugly people. Because I'm going to talk about good-looking people now. Okay, but you wouldn't um, do I can that. make a segue now. Um, um, hey. Justin, you're good looking, right? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> you freaking know it. Okay. Well, we've had some good looking guests on our show. So good yeah. looking, in fact, that they've won awards. Really? Let's let's take a listen to one man that won an award for being so attractive and available. I'm sure everybody feels that way about something in their life. 
But you, uh, one of the last big movies that you were in, you were in the movie uh, Lincoln. Say what? You were uh, a House of uh, Representative member. How did you? How did you just? Uh, how did you come apart that role? Did you audition for that role, or was there somebody yeah. that that knew? Uh, you know, the director. What happened there? Yeah, they um, they were filming it in uh, in Richmond, and so they brought the whole production crew there and. You know, as they do on on um, the movies, they'll they'll have a certain amount of roles that they'll cast locally mm-hmm. um, or regionally. And um, so I just I uh, threw my hat in the ring and um, I went in for for an audition. And um, um, I, I guess I guess Steven Spielberg liked my tape. I don't know. <laughs> I got a I got a job. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> and um, and it was fun. It was ten days on set, and you know, just a a technically a principal player, but a very very small, you know, a couple of lines kind of thing. And yeah. Which 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 got cut from the movie. Oh. <laughs> I know. But it was a blast, um, just being on set for ten days and seeing how, seeing how the A team really works, you know, in that yeah. world. Uh, it was a, it was a thrill, mm. especially with the with the material. So it was it was great. Yeah. Great I- honor. I took a gander at your IMBD because you have you have a profile on IMBD. You have your Lincoln, uh, Cherry, There's not much there. <laughs> Cherry Falls role, Wicked Spring. Those are on there. But I found it pretty interesting. There's a trivia section. Oh. And in the trivia section, you were named most eligible bachelor for the state of Virginia by Cosmopolitan Magazine in 1999. Do, do you still hold that title? I, I do still hold that title. Yes! I knew it. All right. Yeah, yeah. I was going to check with Cosmopolitan before we called in to see if that was still the case, but I I, I figure you could let me know. Still still holding the crown 19 years later. There we go. I like it. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. You just heard Miss Hollywood. That was coming in off of the Carbon Leaf clip there because uh, we were talking to Barry Privet. Justin, how about that? Most eligible bachelor in Virginia, huh? 1999. And he says he's still holding he's the crown. He's still hey, holding the crown, man. Have you ever won Most Eligible Bachelor Award? Uh, no. Um... Sadly enough, no, not no. I, I'm. I don't believe it. You've won it on no. this show, all right. But thank you. You. I was waiting for that. Yeah. One, you are the most eligible bachelor of this show. But yeah, that thank song you. that we just played right after the uh, clip, that's actually about his love for uh, for acting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's not too much of a stretch when you listen to you know Miss Hollywood. He's talking about it as as if it were a lady. He's personifying yeah. Hollywood. He gets real deep. I like there. that. I like Very that. Very nice. Justin, are you ready for the last Four. birthday last suit? And final birthday suit. Come on now. Amen. Do it. Now this one you've got. 100%. I'm not okay. worried about this one. Born on September 19th, 1991. Wow. In Canton, in my Ohio. Industry. 
our birthday suit oh. loved basketball from a very young age. He was largely overlooked when he started high school because he was only 5'2". However, over the next two seasons, he grew nine inches and then three more after that. In his first game as a junior, he scored 54 points, which quickly took him up to a three-star recruit coming out of high school, and he ended up playing at Lehigh. Justin, you'll probably remember this. His team beat Duke in the 2012 NCAA tournament. He ended up being drafted in 2013 as the number 10 overall pick to the Portland Trailblazers. I know this guy. This past season, he scored 22 points per game and is considered a dynamic duo with Mr. Damian Lillard. Name that birthday suit wearer. This guy, he, uh, he actually does some good uh, broadcasting as well. I think they're trying to build him up for that role. Oh, yeah? Tires. But it is Mr. C.J. McCollum. Mr. C.J. McCollum turning the big 2-7. Yes, indeed, man. Coming from He's the, pretty good. Coming from the Lehigh, man. Coming yeah, you know, Lehigh. Portland, I mean... Albeit with their other draft picks, they do good when they pick from a small school like like Damian Lillard. Where you did get, he come from again? Weber? Yeah, man. You got Yeah, man. They some, they do it. You got to pick you got to pick you got to pick the no names every now and then, you know? You go away from the blue chips. But Justin, we do holidays right, am I right? On the Doc G show? Yeah, we do do holidays right. So you did say today was national Talk like a pirate day, right? But real I holidays, mean, not BS okay. bull yeah, holidays. We don't were, do I thought those. You were gonna, I thought you were going to bring it back. No. <laughs> no. I was, I was uh, expecting that. But it, okay, yeah, we do do holidays right. I'm talking the Christmases, the Thanksgivings, those holidays. We do those right. Oh. Do you remember yes. who we had on our Thanksgiving special? Hmm. <sighs> Thanksgiving special. No, man. Blackberry Sorry. Smoke, man. Black, yes, Blackberry Smoke. Blackberry okay, yes. Smoke. Gosh, jeez. Well, I'm so I'll, sorry. Gnarly I, Beards. Gnarly Beards. I'll give you a pass anyways because uh, Dave did take co-hosting duties for the Thanksgiving special. So He did. I'll, he give did. You, I'll give you a pass. But we had none other than Mr. Charlie Starr from Blackberry yes. Smoke. Now, while on the show, we asked Charlie about a recent song they did with Greg Almond, and this was actually right before Greg Almond died. It was a, uh, it was actually, it was one of those moments, a little like a Travis Meadows moment. It was pretty intense, too intense, I feel like, for this show, you know. But it was a pretty great moment on the show. Let's let's take a listen. Uh, so my favorite, without a doubt, on the album uh, is "Waiting on the Thunder." Uh, but let's talk about Free on a Wing, because you've got none other than the late godfather of Southern Rock on the song, Greg Almond. Uh, tell me how yeah. the idea of that iconic rock song came out, and then how the idea came up that, hey, let's let's call up Greg Almond and get him to be on it. Well, um, I wrote that song with our piano player, Brandon Steele. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it was uh, it seemed to me that when, when we recorded it, it was unmistakably a making Georgia kind of sounding song, you know. And uh, and so here we were listening back to it, and you know, selfishly, I thought, man, wouldn't it be cool if we could get Greg to sing on this? Because we had just done a few shows with him and been spending a little time with him, and and um, he had gone through you know a lot of health problems, but he seemed like he was doing better as well. Um, feeling better and, and he was sounding better than ever and so then it was just basically like working up the nerve to ask um, because he could have said no no yeah. not interested and that would that, that would suck so um, so we asked him and he said uh, let me hear the song mm-hmm. so we sent it and he said okay I'll do it so that was great man and, um, that, that's got to be and, an and intimidating looking, moment uh, sending your song totally to, and, to Craig Hallman but you know what and, and he was he was really gracious uh, with his time, and he was just a great guy, you know. And, and he came in and did it uh, in an afternoon, and uh, and then I didn't know until later, until after he passed, that he was extremely ill at that time, mm. and he knew he was dying. Mm. Um, but he, and so that was really touching to me that he took some time out of his life to come and spend with us, you know. Yeah. And um, he didn't have, knowing that he was not long for this world, he didn't have to do that. Definitely. And uh, that really touches my heart. That's that's amazing that you got to do that song and that he he lent his time to do that song before he passed away. It's a it's a great yeah. song. Yeah, and every night when we perform it, uh, we we dedicate it to Greg every night because it's just a touching thing. And every night when I get to his part, it's it's emotional. I hear him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear him in my brain. And mm-hmm. uh, anyway, God bless Greg. Here you just heard "Free on a Wing" there from Blackberry Smoke, and you got the background of how that song came about. Heavy, am I right, Justin? Very heavy. Heavy. It was heavy. But super man. awesome, man. Super awesome. Super. I felt like I felt like a, a journalist getting an exclusive. Yeah, you, know? you really got into it, man. You I got felt into like the I was the. Yeah, I was like nobody else is getting this scoop. Charlie likes me. He's digging me right now. I got a little selfish. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I was a little selfish. But it's all right. It was an amazing song. And again, great that Charlie came on the show. Can't believe that happened as well. Uh, yes, sir. J- Justin, I'll ask you this question. Ask it. 
Ask away. Who wins in a fight? Goose versus Jaguar. Go. Jaguar, baby. That's right. Let's take a listen to the clip, though. Okay, across the pond for my next goose story in England. Oh. See what I did there? Across the pond. Yes. Goes, uh, yeah. Geese. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, mm-hmm. yeah. an ecosystem. Uh, <clears throat> the Rugby Football Union National League game, uh, the players were astonished when a goose just cruised up on their game. Oh, just cool. walked right into the middle of the game. Not even flow, flow, flew into it. No he fear. He just, just walked casually right into the middle. No and then, fear. Like one player tried to chew him off, and he got all territorial, like you're saying. Like, hey, hey, whoa, I'm a goose. All right, you can't Seriously. do this. Right? And uh, so what happened there uh, after that, uh, then the whole group collectively, all the dudes... Moved him off the field. Nice. I'm just saying, that's too much confidence in one animal. Yes. It's way too much for a goose. You try to attack a goose during mating season. Well, I, like, okay, so like if it was a jaguar came out on the field, I could understand it having confidence. Three fun facts about jaguars. Are you ready? Jaguar fun facts. Okay. One, pound for pound, strongest bite in the cat family. Their teeth can crack skulls. Okay. Yeah. Two, jaguars have been known to take down black bears before. Black bears where? In Arizona. They used to live in Arizona. Jaguars? Yeah. Really? Then we sort of wiped them out because that's what we do as Americans. We kill animals. Dude, that's nuts. Okay. Uh, Three, its name comes from the Native American word yawar, which means he who kills with one leap. Oh, true. Yeah. Jaguars. Jaguar. Fun facts. Right? That's pretty cool. But a goose? A goose? There's literally the phrase, you silly goose. (laughs) Right? And yet it has the most confidence of any animal. Like what? You want some of this? Gordon, you're speaking really confident against these goose. I want to see you try to go up against a goose. I have. Wait, what? What? Okay, I didn't really. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. about to say, Peter would jump in here. Ah, he's fighting geese. No. So many unfollows and everything. People would stop listening. This I'm joking, guys. I'm not fighting animal. geese. But- oh, Justin. Those geese, man. Yeah. They, they're too confident. I don't like They them. really are, man. They really are. And they hiss at you. Girl, come on. I feel like. They do. And when I do, like, I have this thought in my mind where, like, I know they don't have teeth, but I feel like they're going to bite me cause some damage but i know they don't have wait geese don't have teeth right teeny serrated teeth that you can't see Uh, that all of a sudden just gonna rip into it's like bristles like bristles scary very scary Scary. don't get them during mating season you you know where i don't think they'd survive in the jungle athens park oh geez you remember who's from athens park um, our, our, our guest, Quincy, Quincy White. Our boy, Quincy White, that's right. He was our, awesome. A rapping extraordinaire. Don't, it's a pretty rough area. Yeah. Athens you, Park. Were you the one that asked him? Was, was he the one that you asked? Hey, if I went to Athens, would I be safe? Is that you? I did. Oh Let's listen gosh. to that clip. I like it, man. Well, I, I saw when you were talking to Sway, you know, he was asking. He was like, hey, would I be good? If I came with you to Athens Park. Now, from what I could tell from the Revolt TV piece that I saw, 
uh, he's still doing his radio show, so I'm assuming he's good. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, oh, as, I'm assuming it turned out fine for him. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man. Uh, like I said, like I'm not, you know, I'm not out here, you know, claiming to be the, the toughest guy in rap. But you know, like I said, I, I did gain my respect uh, through years. So it's like anybody that I bring over there, man, my, my community is gonna, you know, treat uh, like their own and you know, make sure that they're safe and, and comfortable when they're, you know, as they're visiting our neighborhood, you know, so it don't matter who I bring over there. I can bring Nipsey Hussle, and Nipsey Hussle is a known crip. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just that they have so much respect for me that, you know, they'll make sure Nipsey's okay and nothing happens to him, especially, you know, because, you know, when I bring somebody over there, that's a representation of my respect. Mm-hmm. So if anybody try to, you know, disrespect that person in my presence or try to rob them or anything that makes me look bad yeah you know? so they're they're going to make sure that doesn't happen very nice so so just for instance if i come through the seven with you mm. i'd be okay mm. no nah, you'd be you definitely be all right very yeah. nice very nice take that geese I can go to Athens Park and be fine. Yeah. You, on the other hand, not so much geese. Nope. Right. Okay. Exactly. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if they're actually out. I don't think they're killing geese in Athens Park, but still. Depends. I'm Depends fine. on the kind of geese, you know. Hmm. That's true. That's true. If they're crip geese, they're gone. It's over. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Justin, that about does it, man, for our part. Do part you named do. It, man. it was due for it. the listeners to hear, and we bring it. Okay? We bring it. It was the best of the Doc G show, part due. But we're gonna be back, man. We're gonna be back next week. We've got again, I mentioned it last week, but we got a lot of good guests coming up. Black Betty's R and B group from Atlanta. We've got comedian Mahesh Kotagi coming. We've got Bella Vita coming on the uh-huh. airways. We've got Andy Frasco. It's just, you know, all the stops. All the stops. Yes. So so make sure you check out the shows we've got coming up. But you until then. On, hold on. You bring on a lot of, uh, I, 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 uh, I noticed this last show. You brought on a lot of funny named comedians, you know, like uh, Ahmed Barusha. Hmm. Yeah, Al- Almond Duty. Al- yeah, yeah Almond Baduti. Yeah. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, Baduti. I don't know if Mahesh Katagi has uh, any uh, people that weren't able to pronounce his name, but I'm definitely going to ask him. There has to be. I, I'm definitely, in America, there's somebody that's said his name wrong. I'm probably saying his name wrong. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> 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 but until then, I have been your host, Doc G, with me, as always, Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista. Come on, baby. We bring it to you. We do this. That's a pun. It's it's wordplay. I do it. I, I did it I again. Just, you did it again. I, I just remembered uh, just because we didn't bring this up actually back there uh, in that Walmart clip with yeah. our crazy with our crazy nicknames for you. First of all, yes. we totally did not have the audience. Uh, yeah, we didn't vote nickname. at all. I think just because <laughs> of the, it was the the the. I don't know the spontaneity. Spontaneity of Virgin Bat that yeah, it was just a re- it was revelation for everything. It was after that. 
all of those names that I came up with stupid. Dumb. They just didn't. They, Full they of weren't Filipino anywhere. What? <laughs> yeah, nobody needed that. Yeah. We needed Virgin Bat in our yeah. lives. A, a VB, baby. A VB. Boom. Yes! All day, every day. And until next time, zip it up and zip it out. Zippity doo I'm taking VB cards.